0: Everybody, welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, March Madness Edition. Brett's favorite time of the
1: year. Glad to have you with me. What's going on, Brett? And I, This is this is the best time of the year. I mean, we got games starting tonight, the first four, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all the way to Sunday. So this is definitely my one of the best times of the year. So taking a little break from the football and we're going into March Madness. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's a good one. And
0: as we briefly discussed before the show kicked off, Any team can win it. There's no dominant Gonzaga team this year that everyone's going to pick and they're going to blow it. I mean, Kansas can possibly go wire to wire, back to back. You know, that'd be something to see. You got a very overrated Chapel Hill team, couldn't even make the field, opted not to go to the NIT. They were preseason number ones college basketball has had a little bit of everything this year to just show you one, why it's so hard to be good. And then with the transfer portal and NIL and not being able to get transfers that maybe historically you could have got because of money being cheap, wanting to pay them, them getting paid elsewhere. I mean, like this is truly probably the the first year of the, like what it's going to look like for probably quite some time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think once you bring all those transfers, I mean, some teams are rebuilding their, their team's based strictly on transfers. I mean, that's what West Virginia did this year, honestly. So it takes a lot of time for those guys to gel. So like they're not really going till they're not really excelling as a team till probably mid January into February and then March. So November, December, it's really hard to judge a team. So I, I think I think this tournament's gonna be one of the better ones. I feel like we say this every year, but like you said, there's really not a true great team.
0: Yeah, no, it's really not. And for those of you, I uh, have the distance. We do not have an official bracket challenge this year, but we looped on with our buddy, Jake McVay, who is always with us during NFL time and a little bit during college football. So if you are interested in, you know, Brett and I personally feel free to reach out to us. It's a $10 pool. We can get you in there. It's probably going to be over 50 people, winner take all. So you're looking at a pretty big payday and I'm looking to take a lot of people's money. I know at least like not last year, last year, my bracket was very, very average. Um, but the years before that, Pretty sure I finished like top four, top like almost oh, maybe wow. top for a second one year. What is going? Dude, I think my <sighs> neighbor's dogs are in my yard. Oh, what? what?
1: <laughs> Sorry for the bread people. I'll let my wife deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, but yeah, I mean, I, it, I mean, let's be honest, it, it's all luck. I mean. There's not really any skill, and when you when you're putting skill to the test, you know it's not it's not going to work out in your favor. So it's all luck. Oh. Was that your neighbor?
0: No, my neighbor's dog, that, like guy under
1: was. it got under our fence. Oh wow, that oh god, that dog
0: better be glad that uh, Beamer didn't have a snack right there. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. And I like my neighbors too. But anyway, Brett, let's go ahead and hop into it. We got a lot to discuss here in a little bit of time. So nope. let's not even talk about the 16 playing games because it's, you know, it's just sacrifice of the lamb. Let's talk about Pitt, Mississippi State. Of course, I think Pitt is really good. I don't think that they deserve a playing game. Just seeing them in ACC play and seeing how, like, they were one of the more consistently – like good teams, uh, actual good basketball team, I think Jeff Capel's done a pretty good job this year. I think they can take down Mississippi State.
1: Uh, Jeff Capel, I mean, he needed to win this year because his job was on the line, kind of like Keats, like we talked about Keats for uh, NC State. But th- this is also a Mississippi State team. I don't think really deserves to be an eleven seed either, and I don't think they deserve to play in the first four. But as for Pitt, I think they're a kind of team where we were talking about um, November, December, kind of just gelling as a team because quite a few transfers, and then January and February is kind of where they got their momentum. So I think obviously that's the that's the big game. I, I don't really – I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting one. Same thing with the uh, – who was it? Arizona State and Nevada. A yeah. lot of people didn't think Nevada should be in there. A lot of – what do you think about Rutgers? Do you think Rutgers deserve to be in, or do you think –
0: I think this is going to be a classic year, just like last year where the Big Ten gets a bunch of teams in and there's none left in the Elite Eight or yeah. maybe one left in the Elite Eight. I mean, they're going to drop like flies. The Big Ten's very overrated. And it just kind of goes to show, and I think it's going to be proved again because I think Duke's playing some of the best basketball in the nation. Right, right I agree. Um, everybody, I mean, last year where they say the ACC's down, the ACC sucks. The ACC was half of the Final Four. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's yeah, been, I mean, sentiments yeah, this
1: year. Carolina got really hot too, which, I mean, we see that – Carolina getting hot last year was literally a fluke because you bring back four starters this year. I mean, was Brady Manic that team? I mean, I, I heard he was the big leader. Uh, but Manic got heart, hot. I mean, love couldn't miss anything. I mean, that team just got hot last year. And I mean, as we see this year, it was, it didn't fast forward to this year. So
0: yeah well, let's actually go ahead and start in the midwest. We'll start in the upper right quadrant of the bracket, talking about Pittman Mississippi State. I got whoever wins that game, no matter what. I think they're gonna be Iowa State. I don't think Iowa State's as good as advertised as being on the on the sixth line, and I think they're i, th- I think they're um, about to hit midnight
1: yeah the The big twelve in general is just they like to kill each other honestly. I mean Iowa State towards the end of the year they went they struggled I mean. They struggled big time, and then I think in the Big Twelve tournament they got killed by Kansas. But I think towards the end they beat a Baylor team. So I don't know. You just, like I said, you don't know what the Iowa State—they don't score the ball well, but they play they play decent defense. And so Calisher is their main guy. So but like you said, I, I think I can see either one of those teams beating Iowa State because you don't know what they're going to be doing. Same. So
0: this this side of the bracket top heavy. Two teams out of the state of Texas. Obviously, you have Houston, and then you got the Horns. Um, do you expect a seed-in um, clash up in the Sweet 16?
1: I think the main thing... Or Elite 8, sorry. To answer your question, yes. I, I I As I'm looking at your bracket, I see you have the same thing. I think the thing that concerns me for Houston is Marcus Sassers. Um, if he's going to be 100% healthy, their best player. I know he got hurt in the in the conference tournament, so I think he's game-time decision to play the first game, which is not really what I'm concerned about, but for the weekend, I am concerned about his health going forward because he's a big part of that team.
0: Yeah, he's a bus driver. I mean, he everything goes through him. He touches it on every possession down the court. If he stays <sighs> healthy, I think Houston is going to be pretty good. I do think that Miami is going to make it to play Houston in the Sweet 16. And, mm-hmm. you know, that backcourt may give them some issues, again, like health-wise depending. Um, but I do like the Hurricanes too, not, not trying to show a bunch of vice to the ACC because I don't think that Miami can win it although I think a bunch of teams can. But I do think that they can be a thorn of the side of a one seed like Houston who could show injury issues. And if they do, by way, um, get past Houston, Texas, they may have a little bit to handle as well.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the one concern I have with Miami is uh, I know Amir got hurt in the ACC um, tournament as well. So I don't know what his timeline is. is. Is he done for the rest of the tournament? Is he coming back? We know what they have in Nigel Pack. Uh, they got some great guards. I'm, the other guard right now is escaping me. I'm trying to think of his name, but I think when they get to if they play Indiana, I do worry about without Amir if he's not going to play how they'll how they'll hold up against Trace Jackson Davis, who's a first team All American. So, but I, I agree.
0: All right, no, I think that's a really good I recap of that bracket. Uh Penn State, I think is a little overrated. I don't really see
1: them. Penn State though, they're training in the right way. I don't know if you watched um,
0: I watched they, I watched them in the
1: Big Ten tournament. Have you did you have you watched Jalen Pickett? I mean the Duke and Ball.
0: Yeah, he he's a hooper. Um I I don't know if the rest of the supporting cast is going to show up though.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know either, and I think if you shut down Pickett, then you shut down most of that team. But also, I I don't know. You're, um. I guess we could talk about them a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Penn State, I think, is definitely going in the right direction, but I also think having a Texas A&M and Texas matchup, honestly, I think Texas A&M getting seven seed is kind of snub. I, I saw them more as a five or a six. I mean, they're second in the SEC they um they were in SEC finals against uh, Alabama. So a seventh seed's kind of interesting for me. Buzz Williams has that team going, but I do think they end up beating Penn State.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Well, let's go ahead and jump to the south bracket. Obviously, Bam the odds on favor to win the whole tournament. Um, as you can see in my bracket, I have them losing to Arizona um down the road. Reason being, I think that those distractions are eventually gonna creep in. Um once you get to the more concentrated um, venues, the fans more show up. It's probably going to get a little bit more malicious. And again, Bama's on a good role, a ve- very talented team. I just see a little bit too much background noise. And when the stage gets so big and you just play environments like you've never played them before, I think it may
1: get a little bit difficult for them. The funny thing is, is with the Brandon Miller situation, I feel like it's actually – Made his game better. I mean, yeah, that it, that. right after that, it was that week, that exact week, and they were playing South Carolina. They were about to lose to a bad South Carolina team, and he dropped he goes and drops forty one points. It, I think it's honestly affected his team more than it's affected him. And as the, as the last couple of weeks have gone on, I mean, he's been playing good ball. I mean, he, I mean, he's definitely the best fresh, freshman there is in the country, and. I do think maybe Arizona's size could get to Alabama. I know Arizona's got two uh, two big guys in Trebellis, and I'm forgetting the other guy's name. But it, Alabama Alabama lives and dies by the three, though. So if they're not hitting the three, then they're in trouble, which I think is interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, so obviously, um, West Virginia has a plans to play Bama. I'm going to go ahead and let you say your West Virginia piece because I posed a question to you a couple of days ago. Yeah. I think they played the very first game of the NCAA tournament. Yeah,
1: we do. We play at noon. So well, I maybe mean, you'd
0: be the first team eliminated.
1: I, I don't, I don't, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched Maryland. I don't know much about Maryland at all. Uh, West Virginia, we've kind of came on late as well. We've, um, we we had Kansas in the fog. Uh, we were down by, we only lost that game by two. Then we, we beat Iowa state at Iowa state. We beat Kansas state. And then we beat Texas tech in the big 12 tournament before losing to Kansas. Uh, So I think the guys are playing well or more well towards the end of the year, but we're kind of a team where we're either making the shots or not making shots. I mean, so when we're making shots, we're good. I mean, which is basketball in general, but we're streaky shooting teams. So if we're hitting the shots and yeah, I think we can play with a lot of teams, but we're, if we're not, then it's not, it's not going to well. We have two guys. Our main guy is Eric Stevenson transfer from uh South Carolina. And if he's on, then then we can compete with anybody, but I haven't watched Maryland. So I really don't know, and- but I don't think it, it doesn't matter because Bama would score a hundred on us either. Anyway. So, and I
0: can say the same thing
1: for NC State.
0: I mean, yeah, oh, when, yeah. Dude, when State's hot and they can't miss, they're good. Yeah. But yeah like if you saw them play Clemson in the late-night game in the ACC tournament, they couldn't buy a bucket, getting good shots. It didn't really just didn't fall. I know Jarkel Joyner, he's going to show up and play consistent as he's been all season, probably a little bit better than Terquavion um, overall this season. Uh, Big boy Burns, Casey Morcel, stroke it. Um, yep. A little bit of injury bug is biting the team right now. But, I mean, if Terquavio and Smith starts out hot, then, I mean, State can score in the 90s easily. Uh, and Creighton can score too. Don't get me wrong. I have State getting past Creighton. I'm probably a little bit of fan bias there. You know, if yeah. I, 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 I thing about NC State, probably wouldn't choose them. But I just know how good they can be. And I think Kevin Keats, this is his fourth time in the tournament, two with UNCW, um One with NC State, and he hasn't won a tournament game. I think this is a year to where he can get one, especially yeah. his explosive backcourt. And then Byrne he
1: he low. needs one. And I, I mean, I I have Creighton actually winning that game, just because I think Creighton Creighton's been they've had the injury bug a lot of the year, and they've lost a few games where they're they've been without a couple of their best players. So I do think that six seed is misleading. I think they could even been more of a three or four seed if they were fully healthy the rest of the year. Yeah. I actually have Creighton beating Baylor the next game because Baylor has been, Baylor is a very, they rely on their guards, Cryer, Flagler and Keontae George. Um, And if none of them are playing well, then they're in trouble. And Baylor is not a good defending team. They're, one of the worst defending teams there are in the uh, power five this year. So I just, I don't know. They they don't defend well at all. And so I I think even if it is Creighton or NC state, I think either one of those teams can easily be Baylor because uh, they just, Baylor does not defend well. And I mean, I think it would be fun actually to see Joyner and uh, Smith go against like Flagler Pryor, and uh, Keontae George. So, yeah, that's kind of decided. I, I, I am interested to see your uh, you got Virginia getting to the sweet 16 because I think this is a Virginia team that yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen with Virginia. Yeah, I, I mean, agree.
0: Um, I was gonna bring this up. This part of the bracket has a lot of pitfalls, like you just said, Baylor.
1: Virginia could easily lose the first round. Um, uh, I, I agree, that's what I'm saying. You get if you get a Furman team that gets hot or whatever, Virginia can't score.
0: Yeah, and the only thing is Virginia's pretty good at stopping the three ball. I think Furman yeah. is like very three point reliant and if Tony Bennett he can drop a good game plan I'm more so doing this just because I know what kind of coach Tony Bennett is and he typically gets the best out of his teams at the right time um, even in the second round having them matched up against San Diego State I definitely think that's a losable game but again just leaning on the coaching tree and I don't know a lot about San Diego State but I will say I feel better about Virginia beating San Diego State probably than them beating Furman <laughs> so I have a lot riding on them to get out of the first round I don't feel great about it Um, let's look at Missouri in this region um I think pretty like low seed for them I think Missouri probably could have been a bump up um yeah I think they're gonna call some fits
1: yeah Missouri's a team that's kind of been I don't know they've had their highs and the lows. they beat Kentucky uh they got killed by Kansas um but the SEC's kind of been I don't know I mean it's been basically Bama in the rest of the uh Really, Auburn's kind of struggled throughout the SEC play. So, Missouri's kind of been there, like you said. And I think this is a Missouri team that can, um, they can make some noise. I think they're also pretty heavily on whether they'll be able to score the ball or not. But, but Arizona's kind of the same way as well. So, Arizona, like I said, they got two big guys. And I think it was last year, I think Arizona was the kind of favorite to win. And what they get out? They got knocked out in the Elite Eight, probably, I think. Yeah, i so. the Elite Eight. So, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting kind of – I've also heard that Utah State's pretty solid, though, too. So, that could be a good first-round matchup.
0: Yeah, um, I was, I'm really big on UCLA this year. And when I saw Arizona play very well against them in the Pac-12 tournament, I, w- I was sold a little bit. I think they've been pretty consistent this year. Um, they have their peaks, they have their valleys, but I, I do like Arizona, um, overall have been going a, a decent ways in this bracket. So again, Bama, the odds on favorite Virginia could be upset early. Maryland, West Virginia doesn't really look like it's going to matter when they run into Bama. Um, and then, again, Arizona has has to prove it, but Missouri, I think it will be a tough out, you know, if, if they do get there. Yeah, I agree. All right, and this is my favorite region in the bracket. Let, let's go to the east. Dude, I think this lines up for a final four run for Duke. Again, hit on it early. I think they're
1: playing probably the best basketball in the country. I, I do I do too, and that's what scares me because I feel like, you you get a hot team. I mean, and sometimes the hotness continues through the tournament. But there's been time. I think it was even last year. Uh, Virginia Tech goes wins the whole ACC tournament. And I think they get bounced in the first round. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know if the hot streak is going to continue. But I, I'm with you. D- Duke's also gone through some injuries this year. Lively's been hurt. Whitehead's been hurt. Roach has been hurt. So they finally have a full healthy team, and so. Yeah. All right. So let, let's go through this. Purdue. Purdue's. Purdue at the beginning, the first couple of months, Purdue was kind of like the kind of the top of the uh, college basketball. It really couldn't be beat. You go, you got Zach Eady, But the thing is, is if, if you somehow stop Edie and get him in foul trouble or something like that, then Purdue's vulnerable. <laughs> very vulnerable. He's a monster. He is a monster. I mean, he's seven four and just if you let him get in the low block, I mean, you're screwed. But if you can double team him and stop him somehow, then they have two freshman guards that come tournament time. It gets a little nerve wracking, so I don't know. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see,
0: especially if they get Memphis or FAU. I think it could pose a problem. Memphis was playing pretty well in the
1: AAC tournament. Memphis um, is – I mean, they beat Houston. They destroyed Houston. Of course, Sasser got hurt. But Memphis is a team that I, I don't think you want to joke around. They're very athletic. So. They were in
0: control of the championship game the whole time. I mean, I actually, actually have Memphis question. beating Purdue in my bracket. Mm, I like that. I mean, I could definitely see it. I think Purdue is – I'd say other than Bama, probably the most vulnerable one seed
1: in my life. Yeah. I, I would I would say the same. Um, just because we were talking about Bama, like Bama kind of lives and dies by the three. So if they're not hot, then they they could be in trouble. I mean, just for example, they lost by thirty to Oklahoma earlier this year, a bad Oklahoma team. So yeah. Um us dial well, it back to
0: um, last week. I sent a text message in the chat room, and I had the legit teams, the fraudulent teams, and the rightly rated teams. Um, part of my fraudulent list: Tennessee. It, NC State was on there. West Virginia was on there. I mean, they're just a little
1: inconsistency. It, it is inconsistent. If Tennessee it, loses it, first round, I won't be shocked. Tennessee absolutely could lose first round. I hate to tell you this, Trevor, but they, especially with the without Ziegler, their point guard out for the rest of the year. Yeah, um, I would not be shocked if to Tennessee. Kind of reminds me of Virginia. They play good defense, but they have a hard time scoring the ball. This is a solid Louisiana team, so I would not be shocked, like you said, if Tennessee loses this first round.
0: All right, and let's look at the game below them on the bracket. Kentucky Providence. I got Providence rolling in decent ways. You remember who Kentucky lost to in the first round last year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. St. Peter's? Yeah, St. Peter's. Yeah, dude. I think uh, Calipari is going to be back-to-back. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Providence
1: dangerous. Providence at 11C is kind of interesting, but – these games are actually in Greensboro. I was looking for the Greensboro to kind of see who's going to be playing there, but I wasn't really impressed by the, uh, the field at Greensboro this year.
0: Yeah. I think Kentucky just finds a way when they're not an elite team, they've kind of find a way to get in. It, there players. was,
1: they actually, I mean, at one point, I feel like we were at the kind of beginning of February and Kentucky was not in the field right at that point, but then they went at Tennessee. And they got a couple other key wins, but I mean, Kentucky goes through Oscar, so it, it depends if she weighs playing well or not. Kansas State's also a tricky team because they got a good um, uh, Johnson, who is a transfer from uh, Florida, a bunch of medical issues, and he, mm-hmm. he didn't get cleared at Florida, but Kansas State uh, cleared him. And then Noel, a the good, really short, good short uh, point guard. So Kansas State's an interesting team as well. I don't really. Oh, you got Providence beating them. So interesting.
0: Yeah, my Providence fixes when they got into yeah. play in the beginning of the season. You big Ed well, Cooley guy? Yeah. They, Do they went on a run like no other? I mean, they were beating people left and right. You know, dubbed up UConn, beat Creighton, Georgetown, yeah. close game and Xavier to OT. Like this team has a lot of grit, and like there's always an 11 seed that. Like makes noise. I don't think it's gonna be Arizona State, Nevada. I definitely don't think it's gonna be NC State. No offense it's the eleven seed in Pitt, Mississippi State. I have the winner of them beating Iowa State, regardless of who it is. But yeah. as this one, I think in the last nine out of the last ten tournaments, or maybe eight out of the last ten, I believe an eleven seed has made the Sweet Sixteen. So you kind of just
1: got to pick one and roll with them a couple games.
0: And I think Providence is our best bet
1: here. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would not be surprised to see Kentucky get knocked out first round just because Kentucky's been hot and cold the whole year as well.
0: Nice. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd say looking at the rest of it, Michigan State, USC, I, I don't really think whoever wins that game is going to pose a-, a threat to Marquette.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what's your thought? Of, I mean, I feel like, I mean, John is Smart, he's got his kind of guys again. You know, he had his – he started at VCU, went to Texas, but – Texas, he didn't really recruit those guys, really couldn't recruit those hard nosed guys that wanted to like really compete. Um, he's back at Marquette. I feel like he's kind of got back those like VCU teams that he had a few years ago when they made that final four run. So I'll be honest, I really haven't watched a ton of Marquette. Um, uh, I have watched a few of the Big East games in general, but I'm not really familiar with Marquette. So yeah. I think it's, I think people are kind of, Maybe not sold on them, but, I mean, they're a solid team. I do know that.
0: When Marquette plays good defense, I think they're one of the best in the country, and they have four players averaging double digits of scoring, so they can score from all different, like, places on the court and in different ways. They're not, like, a one-system, like, kind of team. So I I think, like, in March Madness, you need to be versatile in how you – like spread out the wealth per se and like yeah. have your like role player support. And I just think they have a lot of talent to do that on the team from what they've shown all season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So
0: does
1: that leave us to our next we'll we'll go through this one a little quicker because we're on time constraints. But yeah, we got next. 10 minutes. So we'll take it to the
0: West. Kansas one seed, um UCLA two seed. I will say I was thinking UCLA as a final four team, like even before the bracket was released. I'm not shocked that they got a two seed. I just hate that they got it in Kansas region. Um, like I love Tiger, the point guard. I, I really think this UCLA team's really fun. I think they got a lot of experience and they play really damn hard. If you saw them yeah. play in the zone and like even their games before that in the Pac 12 tournament, but I do think Kansas is. Probably has a little bit more weight to throw around, and again, that's if Kansas beats UConn, which I think UConn has looked like one of the best teams in the country for a lot. People
1: love UConn. Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's a there's a lot of people that have UConn winning at all, which I I mean, UConn started off the season what 16 and 0. They were it was, it was something like that, but they were um they were no joke, and then they kind of got a little spur, a little losing spurt but. Kansas has been hot and cold too. Um they I think they do have the most quad one wins or whatever, which brings up the point. I'm surprised that Kansas did not get the number two or the second overall number one seed instead of Houston because no. Kansas would have got you know, they would have played in Kansas City or whatever. So I am kind of shocked about that. But Jalen Wilson's the main guy for them. They they kind of go as Dewan Harris or point guard goes. If he's able to score the ball along with uh, Grady Dick and the wing, Kansas, you just don't know what they're going to do, though. So I, I think that is interesting. Um, but I, I'm kind of with you. I think they cruised the first couple of rounds.
0: Yeah. So fraudulent.
1: St. Mary's. St. Mary's is, I, I watched their, they did beat Gonzaga once this year and then they got, they got killed in the, uh, In the tournament finals, I did watch that game, and I was not that impressed. But St. Mary's is kind of hot and cold as well. VCU, this is a VCU team that is no joke. I could easily see them knocking off uh, St. Mary's kind of like you have it.
0: Yeah, I've never sold on the West Coast Conference. And speaking of that,
1: it's kind of weird to see Gonzaga on a three-line. It So, is weird. one. The the weird thing is, is nobody's really talking about Gonzaga, but in a year where really anybody can win this, um, I think they're kind of under the radar a little bit. In, they haven't had kind of the key wins that they've had the last couple of years. So I think they're kind of flying under the radar. I mean, they still have, they still have Drew Timmy. Um, for like I, the
0: horror info of yeah,
1: Naga? Yeah, I feel like he's been there 15 years, but he, he's still there, so – I think they're kind of. This might be. This might not be. It's definitely not Mark Fee's best team, but this is a team I think that can make a Final Four run. Oh, so you have Gonzaga beating TCU? I do have Gonzaga beating TCU. Uh, TCU is interesting to me. They kind of just go by uh, Miles. They're uh, they're a good guard who he throughout the end of the year kind of was a little banged up as well. Um, I do have them beating. TC, though, because TC has kind of been hot and cold as well. Um, honestly, the whole Big 12 was hot and cold because anybody could beat anybody in any single night.
0: Yeah, and they can. I mean, it's it's the month of March. Uh, one more, and then we can get on up out of here. Um, this is a game that I don't know anything about. I didn't watch a lot of Northwestern this year, and I know absolutely nothing about Boise State. Do you have any insight into this matchup? Um, I kind of I chose Northwestern going higher, yeah. but seven tens are weird. Like you gotta pick a 10 to win typically.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, you know a ten's gonna win too. I mean, a ten's going to beat a seven. I think it's the same thing with the 12 to 5 matchup. Usually a 12 beats a five. Yeah. It's just kind of it's pick who you think is gonna happen. Um, I mean, the if Duke wasn't playing so well right now, uh, or Roberts would be an interesting uh, pick over Duke because they got uh, Max missed one of the best. I mean, they, he beat, uh, what, was it, a couple of years ago when they had O'Banner, too, who's now at Texas Tech. But yeah, a couple of years yeah. ago, they, they knocked off. Who did they knock off? Why is it escaping my memory? I don't remember. But they were, what, a 15 seed, right? I yeah, think. A 15 or 14, yeah. Yeah, and they knocked off a top team or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is... Boise State, I think, scores the ball well, from what I've read. I've, I mean, I haven't really watched them either. But Northwestern, this is their first time in the tournament for a for a few years. They they beat um, I think they beat Purdue. Let's see, twenty twenty one. Who was it?
0: Was it Florida?
1: No, no, they knocked off Ohio State. Wasn't
0: it? okay? Yep, yeah, Ohio State. That's who it was. Sorry, Mike. They're not they're not dancing this year. Ohio State was awful this
1: year. <laughs> Ohio State was bad, but they did get to the point. They did win their first couple of games.
0: Yeah, they, they kind of showed a glimpse and then it
1: and then it faded out. But yeah, I, I think so what have we got in the final what Elite Eight, what do you got? So the Elite Eight got Bama, Arizona,
0: Houston, Texas, a little in state battle there. Duke and Marquette and then Kansas and UCLA.
1: You know Texas is a Texas is interesting too cuz I like I said I usually I mess around with my brackets before like the last minute it's just how I am because I don't know. But Texas has great guards. Um Carr is underrated but he's kind of he's kind of a streaky shooter. Serge so Ibaka Rice out of the weeks good good uh good player um the Sioux, they have the Sioux, they have got timmy allen they're a the kind of team right now where they can i mean they just beat kansas by 20 in the big 12 championship yeah. so the they're a team that's no joke especially if their guard play is going well then i can see them it is going to be interesting to see like if they get to the final four or even the national championship do they keep rodney terry their uh their interim head coach because I feel like they're 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 kind of the team that feels like they can go get whoever they want but if yeah. the guy gets the the final four national championship like I think you got to give him the job
0: no more dealing with the Chris Beard drama and he's going yeah. to mess
1: yeah yeah I mean they didn't waste any time about that did they
0: yeah no they didn't so I gave my elite eight um give me your final four and then we can sign on off I know we're in a competition with a lot of guys that'll be listening to this so we can't we can't give them too much insight. Yeah,
1: real quick as I pull it up right now. I have my final four as Alabama, Duke, Texas, and Gonzaga. Nice. So I just, I think it also rides along as Marcus Sasser and how, if he's healthy as the the tournament goes on, because he's actually legit. I mean, I mean, Houston's no lie. And like I said, I think on Zag, it kind of sneaks in there as well. But I don't know. I just like – I think it's going to be a good tournament no matter what. I do. I wouldn't be surprised if either one of the one seeds were to lose earlier just because I feel like all of them are hot and cold. And Purdue especially rides on Zach Eadie. So you stop him, then they're screwed. And Alabama, uh, if they're not shooting three well – then they're screwed. Houston, I think Asser Sasser is not healthy. Then they're in trouble. And Kansas is kind of, kind of streaky as well. So if Wilson's not hitting, then they're kind of screwed. So basically all, the, all four one t- seeds have flaws. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good tournament.
0: Yeah, well let's kick it off tonight with a couple playing games. Other than that, thank you all for tuning in the half the distance to the goal. Uh Brett, looking forward to us uh, seeing like what your bracket eventually comes out as. And um, of course, I'll talk to you in the chat room. And again, if you are not in a bracket challenge yet through ESPN and you're interested in joining and possibly winning some money, contact <laughs> Brett and I and we can be sure to get you in there.
1: Yep. Hey, enjoy the madness. It's it's a fun uh next few weeks. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right, I'll see you, man. Bye.